Charlotte Matleke was always a passionate singer. In 1891, Matleke left South Africa with the so-called African Native Choir. The group was hugely popular with audiences in Britain and later in the United States. But according to some sources, the European choir leader disappeared with the choir earnings, leaving the singers stranded in the U.S. In a fortuitous twist of fate, a former missionary to Africa ended up inviting Matleke to study at Wilberforce University. The university was one of America's first black colleges and some of the country's most distinguished African-American intellectuals studied there. In 1901, Matleke became the first black South African woman to earn a university degree. But she brought more than her degree with her when she returned home. She was also determined to improve the situation of blacks and women in South Africa. In this, Matleke was inspired by her teacher W.E.B. Dubois, a noted African-American scholar. I mean, W.E.B. Dubois is the figure of the, what would one say, the, the late 19th century. He was the uh, philosopher and political thinker and so at the forefront of pan-Africanism. And so that she was, and she, he writes about her uh, in very glowing terms. Zubeda Jaffa is a South African journalist. She has taken it upon herself to promote the pioneering role of women like Matleke in South Africa's history. People know far too little about the struggles of these women who fought and who had already started fighting for equal rights in the early 1900s, she says. Women generally at that time, you know, weren't accorded their rightful place. And uh, so it wasn't specifically about her, but it was generally about women. The, the, the story of resistance was told around the male figures. And then it was told around the the 50s, the women involved in the 50s, because I suppose that was the nearest memory. Matleka returned to a country ruled by the British that was also becoming increasingly segregated. In 1912, Charlotte Matleke attended the launch of the South African Native National Congress, soon to become the African National Congress, or ANC. Having lobbied unsuccessfully for women to be granted membership, she went on to found the Bantu Women's League in 1912. One of the league's main activities was protesting laws requiring black women to carry passes. Throughout her life, Matleke fought